Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are still in Job chapter 36, looking at verses 5 through 10. Elihu is still the speaker, and he is continuing to teach Job about God. Let's listen to God's Word. It reads, God is Almighty. But he does not despise anyone. He is mighty both in power and understanding. He does not let the wicked live, but gives justice to the afflicted. He never takes his eyes off the innocent, but he sets them on thrones with kings and exalts them forever. If they are bound in chains and caught up, In a web of trouble, he shows them the reason. He shows them their sins of pride. He gets their attention and commands that they turn from evil. Again, this is Job chapter 36, verses 5 through 10 in the New Living Translation. Title that the commentary gives this chapter, Elihu teaches Job about God. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed and followed, please do so. Thanks to Podchaser for naming my podcast to its list of 60 best podcasts to discover in November. Give it a listen. Drop me a line. Like me and follow on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Job chapter 36 verses 5 through 10 in the New Living Translation. In this section, Elihu is telling Job that God rewards the obedient and uh, the disobedient perishes. Elihu's main point in this speech, in this chapter, and the next chapter, is is to describe God's might and power over creation as well as his discipline. Elihu is promoting the ideas of God's power and perfect justice. In his perfect justice, God punishes the wicked and the works of, for the and works for the oppressed. Job felt God despised him. And I guess if you had gone through what Job has gone through, where you've lost everything, you'd probably feel the same way. He sarcastically asked God if he enjoyed despising his own creation. Elihu tells Job that God does not despise anyone. As a matter of fact, that's a human emotion. Um, for God to stoop to our level, to despise us if we do things that you know are contrary to His will, that's not you know that's not the kind of God we serve. We re- read about those kind of gods in mythology, but that's not the kind of God we serve. Thank God for that. Um, There is a wonderful thought in the phrase that God is mighty, but despises no one. 
We might have thought that the mighty God would ignore or despise man, yet he does not. Even if you look at uh, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, he didn't despise them for disobeying him. He made provisions for them to continue and to, um, you know, the, the perfect perf per, uh, the perfection they had before the fall, you know, they didn't have anymore. But he still was there to sustain them. It is uh, good because God is so great that he despises none. If he were less than infinite, he might overlook. And that's by F.B. Myers with a little bit of me put in there. Uh, Elihu echoes the position of Job's other friends that God punishes the wicked while providing justice for the needy. Job had complained that God watched him too closely. Yet Elihu states to, that God does not withdraw his eyes from the righteous. So they're saying, okay, Job, you did something because if you were righteous, then, you know, God's eyes should have been on you. But Job says his eyes, he didn't see it that way. Elihu likely associated the close watch with God's protection. And we know that God is protecting Job. He was protecting Job because, you know, uh, Satan had already said that, you know, he'll curse you as soon as he loses everything. But uh, God is protecting him. Um, he does not withdraw his eyes from the righteous is what um, is taught in the Psalms. And that's what uh, Elihu just told Job. Since Job had offered, often said that uh, he felt that God has had removed his eyes from him. Elihu is clearly uh, counting Job among the wicked. In Elihu's mind and in the mind of Job's friends, the freedom God has for the righteous uh, does not belong to Job because Job is obviously not among the righteous as much, you know, as he's gone through. And I'm continuing to read the uh, Psalms for, uh, describe God as watching over the righteous. He, his close watch serves to deliver them. And that's Psalm 33 and protect them throughout the night. That's Psalm 121. He watches all of humanity testing both the righteous and the wicked. And that's in Psalm number 11. God's close watch is reminiscent of Jesus's comment about God's concern for those who acknowledge him. Elihu describes a situation where the righteous slip away and uh, slip in some way, becoming chained because of sin. But we know that wasn't Job's situation. He was not one of the righteous who slipped you know, and was caught in a sin and just couldn't figure out how to get his way out. When the righteous do sin, Elihu argues that God reveals this to them. God uh, uses afflictions to show them their arrogance. And God uses afflictions of the righteous to open their ears and their hearts to cause them to repent from their sins. So like Eliphaz, Elihu believes that God's discipline in Job's life was a blessing. But remember, Job had done nothing wrong. But God's discipline in our lives 
does snatch us from the pits of destruction. I'll be back. I went over my five minutes, but I'll be back to, with a um, with a prayer. Father, as we go through the book of Job, help us to learn the lessons that Elihu is teaching to all who are listening to him. Help us to learn that you are uh, waiting for us to repent. You're, even though Job did nothing wrong, that he was already godly and a just man. For those of us who are not godly and far from just, God, thank you that you give us the opportunity to repent and to turn to you, to turn away from our sins and turn to you. Father, we will continue to press through in prayer for a breakthrough. God, you know we need you. Without you, we can do nothing. God, you are our only hope for answers that we seek. As we continue our study of your word, God, help us in our prayer life to make our prayers more effective. Help us to praise more, to give thanks more, to believe more, to hope more. Fortify our minds so that we are stable and resolute in our faith, that we're steadfast and unfaltering. And as we look through the book of Job, we see that he has been kind of faltering because of all that's gone through and gone that he's gone through. But God, we know in the end that you are going to restore and you're going to restore more than he had. And we thank you, God, that you are a restoring God. Bring stability to our lives and our emotions. We praise you in advance for all the great things that you are going to do in and through us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.